everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. We have a quick announcement. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you said quick. Uh, I know. That was a truncated. I know. Okay. This episode comes out on Wednesday. On Sunday, we have our Patreon slash Supercast live stream. Ooh. And so make sure you're checking your emails for messages on that. Is it the Halloween edition? It is. It's a good one. It has nothing to do with Halloween, but it does have the word ghost in it. So ghost. the episode I picked. And then on Halloween, I'll be hosting, and I don't know if Katie's going to join. She probably has plans, you guys. She's pretty popular. I'll oh, be hosting some sort right. of cheesy, scary movie watch along also for Patreon and Supercast. And like I did last year for the movie called Chopping Mall, which was about killer yes. robots in a shopping mall. Am I allowed to pop in and pop out, or is that annoying? Do I have to no, stay for the fine. whole thing? Okay. No, I promise fine. I won't pop in and make people explain to me what's happening. Yeah, that I would. But it's one of those kind of, I'll be like, hey, it's killer robots in a shopping mall. And then you'd be up to it. It's not like we're watching Citizen Kane. Okay. But I know better than to ask that, by the way. Yeah, I would be do. texting someone else who was on the thing I saying, know. hey, can you tell me what's going on? Because I can't ask Kimberly. Kimberly will yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is called Righteous Obsession. Stop. And Yeah. When you saw the title. Your level of interest, like anticipation, were you, what were um, you thinking? I thought it has a religious element, you religious bet. fervor, extremism, yeah. and made man of God that has sinned. And so I was at a 20 already. I, I was so it. excited. And then when you found out who the host was? I was... 25, 30. Attention all agents. We have eyes on Dennis. The eagle has landed. <laughs> the eagle has been located. Stand down. Stand down, everybody. We have found Dennis Murphy. We have located Dennis. He is in North Carolina. I repeat, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, no, I was super excited. I was also excited because I learned how to spell righteous, and there's no I in it. Much like there's no I in team, no I in righteous. There, there is an I. Oh, I'm sorry. There's no I at the second half of righteous. Okay, there we go. I was That's worried. What I meant. Uh, this aired on October 21st, 2022, and it is season 31, episode six, and we finally have an eye on Dennis. Still no Andrea. So Lester says, get ready for the twisted tale of an angel, a devil, and evil right out of the Bible. Oh, boy. And Dennis starts with, it shouldn't have happened here. And I'm just going to say that that counts as things like that don't happen here on the bingo card. Of course. So we are in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Who is this Elizabeth and why does she get a city? An act of biblical betrayal that ends in murder. In 2018, Caleb Sawyer was 22 years old. His dad, Milton, and stepmom, Angel... There's our angel came to visit him and they were acting like newlyweds. They were giggly and happy. But three days after the trip, it's 2 a.m. Angel runs to a neighbor's house. She's bleeding from a head wound and Milton is dead. Oof. So she says that a masked man attacked them both in their home. The deputy on the scene arrives. He knew Milton and Angel because he had seen them around town, small town. Everyone knows everybody. I'm going to add that to the bingo cards, too. He had seen them earlier that night at dinner, a local Italian place. Now, we can't see the sign of the local Italian place. I immediately started guessing in my head, Mario's or Gino's, okay? But we find out later what it is. 
But those were my original guesses. Okay, those are good. Dennis, per usual, is talking to the cop in cop speak. He's saying, so you got your sidearms ready and you're stepping cautiously. Dennis has some excellent stuff in this episode. He does not disappoint. Also, he's using his like emphasis a lot in this one. He's cutting it. He's doing staccato in a few (laughs) points and it's really good. He's like, I haven't been on the show a long time, so I'm going to really make my point across. He's nailing it. Yeah, and he loves being a cop. He should have been a cop. There's no sign of forced entry. They find the bedroom trash. Drawers are open. Jewelry's everywhere. In the bedroom, they find Milton lying on his back. I'm sorry, on his stomach with his hands tied behind his back. No pulse. So Dennis is talking to a major who is on the scene. I don't usually get a major. I didn't know there were majors in the police force, and I don't know a lot about the police force. I don't know why I'm surprised I didn't know that. Is Major Dad from the on the police force? No, he was in the army. They lived on an army base. If you go from being in the army to on the police force, do you maybe keep your ranking? If you were a major in the army and then go into the force, is that? That's a great question. Yeah, Someone let us will know. tell us. Okay. Uh, though really the main point about this interview is that Dennis is swatting a fly away. Mm-hmm. And not a fly away hair, but a fly blank away. And I did get flashbacks to Andrea and this sweat bees. Or I call them sweet bees because she doesn't sweat. She's an angel. The major says that everyone liked Milton. He was very popular in town. His son, Caleb, even said that he said he should run for mayor. They all told him he should run for mayor because he was so likable. He looks likable. I have to say, we don't know much about him yet, but he looks incredibly, he looks happy. looks like maybe he could be Santa Claus in about 10 years. Yeah. We get a bit of history of the town. And instead of the Alamo, don't forget the Alamo. This is where the Wright brothers first took air. So, I'll take it. We haven't had this yet. I like it. Yeah. I, I always love the history of the town. I'm not sure if it's necessary, and I wouldn't recommend they keep it in a one-hour episode, but since this is a two-hour, you could tell us the Wright brothers are from there. Also, you should tell us that because it's interesting that North Carolina's coast is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Not interesting to you? I mean, do you forget that North Carolina... Do you know what North Carolina is? No, I do you not, do. but it looks beautiful. Yeah, it did look very, very pretty. Yeah. One of the Carolinas was where Dawson's Creek was filmed, and there was a creek. So I knew there was water. A creek or a creek? They never said creek on that show. No. Oh, then it was probably North Carolina, because I feel like in South Carolina, they say creek. <laughs> so Milton got married young. He loved he was kind of a free spirit he loved watching antiques roadshow so he ended up starting a shop called the treasure hunter where he would buy and sell goods i swear if he was not a metal detectorist in his free time he was he i know he must have been i love that he turned his passion for treasure hunting into an actual career that's the dream it's It's so cool brilliant Yeah. And his niece said that he'd give the shirt off his back, which is definitely on the bingo cards. And we don't see it very often anymore. However, Milton had a roving eye for the ladies and Uh he would give them his shirt off his back in a different way during boudoir times. He had an affair on his first wife and had another daughter with the mistress. So he now had three kids. He got divorced from the first wife. He met Angel in 2011. She was 10 years younger, the daughter of a pastor, separated. She with- was a PK? Yes. I missed that. That it, that should be on the bingo cards. 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry, but he and his wife are still good friends? That first wife? Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought I got that. All right. She's not the murderer. So separated, she was separated angel with four kids of her own. And he wanted to take care of her and be the knight in shining armor. So they got married and had this huge blended family, the Brady Bunch, but with seven. And wow. she was a great stepmom to his kids. And he, in turn, gave her lots of gifts. The son says that she had fifty dollars to $100,000 worth of jewelry. and He's a treasure hunter. Yeah, that's true. Of yeah, course you're right. He maybe didn't pay full price for that. Of course he didn't. It's worth that much. That doesn't mean he spent a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand on jewelry. Oliver has a lot of expensive jackets that did not cost me very much. Let's put it that way. You've a talent. So, sorry, you're, Oliver. You're you still a mean hunter. a lot to me, but I am a bit of a thrifter. All right. So she worked at the shop with him. But in 2018, the store wasn't doing that well, and it started to become kind of seedy and a bit more like a pawn shop, Dennis says with some judgment. And it was just not the place that it once was. If you say buy, sell gold on the outside, like the list on the, because we keep seeing the front of it, that looks more like a pawn shop than, because there's a treasure hunters here, actually, near me. It's like a chain of thrift stores. Oh. But there's a big difference between a magical sort of selective thrift store right. and a pawn, we buy, you sell, yes. sell, sell gold, yes. you know, that thing. Milton posted on Facebook a week before he died, every man deserves a real woman that makes you forget every other woman on the planet. I found mine and she is all that and more. I love you, my angel. I'm just saying you're signing your own death warrant. Something deeper is going on with a couple if you're posting those sort of messages towards each other. You think so? You think that was because somebody messed up and you have to... I don't think he messed up. I think their relationship was not doing great. And that was sort of a last-ditch effort or a one of the good times of their many peaks and valleys. I just think those sort of public displays of gushingness... Feels like she was mad at him. Maybe. And he is needing to do something outwardly public to be like, hey, I love this woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of energy. A week later, he was dead. He was strangled and asphyxiated. Oof. Detectives go to talk to Angel at the hospital. She had to go because she has the bump on her head. And also they put her neck in a brace. So she and Milton were at home alone because their kids were at a sleepover. They had two kids at home still. The rest had flown the coop. And a guy came in and asked for money. He asked for jewelry and he asked for the keys for the business. So he knew they had a business. Mm-hmm. And he tied them up. He attacked them. He hit her in the head. He attacked Milton. He smashed Milton's phone and her phone was locked in the car and the key was on the keychain that she gave to the murderer. So once he left, she had no phone to use. It's very, seems way overly complicated. And so she ran to a neighbor's house. They weren't home. She ran to another neighbor's house. They weren't home. I would like to know what the nightlife situation is like in Elizabeth City on a Thursday. What time of night is this? It is like two in the morning. Where are these people? Why are they, they, they're watching Game of Thrones at two in the morning? Binge watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she finally finds a neighbor that's home and they call 911. She said there 
she thought it was someone that had to do with the shop, his shop, because there had been a fight at the shop. There was a shady character that lurked around the shop. And also, Milton had posted about a yard sale at their house on Facebook with their address. And she argued with him about it and said, that doesn't feel safe. Don't put our address online. So she's like, someone came because they knew we had stuff. Is that unsafe? Is that an, sorry, I feel like I'm a bit naive. Is that an unsafe thing to post about a yard sale? Yes. With your address. But only if you're saying gold. Because then you have your name. Sterling silver, right? No, because then you have your name. So then it just makes it one step easier for someone to find out your name and address. I see. So they went to dinner that night at Tony's. Okay. Sorry. I was so close. You were re- you were right there. I was Did you so say Anthony's? Was Anthony's No, one of I yours? said Gino's and I said Mario's. Mario's. Yeah. Darn it. It Sorry. sounds really good though. I bet they have like lasagna and garlic bread, pasta salad. Man, I love a good Italian place. Are you hungry? I might be. So they then went to Ollie's, which has bargain. Ollie's. Good stuff. Cheap. Good stuff. Cheap. There are several letters there that are burned out on that. Ollie's is what I keep talking about to you. And I've talked about it in several episodes that I got this at the Ollie's and I got that at Ollie's. Ollie's is my new grocery outlet because there is no grocery outlet here. You'd love Ollie's. I don't particularly love bargain grocery stores. And I know that sounds really snobby. No, Ollie's is stuff, not groceries. The groceries are very minimal, but sometimes they have really cheap energy drinks that are going bad. Yeah, see, I don't like that. That no, turns my They're stomach. not going bad. They just didn't sell. They're the kinds that like, they're the flavors that aren't, they're not hits. It's not the hits. They have the weird rock stars that have hemp in them. Nobody wants that. No one asked for that. Nobody cares. But they have a huge book section that sometimes have those amazing coffee table books that are really expensive mm, or super okay. cheap. Mm-hmm. And they have big rugs, like a huge rug section. If you need rugs for your floor, you Mm -hmm. haven't moved in a while, so you haven't understood the rug Mm -hmm. thing. Rugs Mm -hmm. become very important. It's like all the housewares. And then they also have cheap vacuums, cheaper than big lots. Wow. I'm excited. Ollie's excites me. I was very excited to see an Ollie's. I'm I would. Okay, I'll try an Ollie's. You'll go with me when you come. You'll go. There's one right down the street. So... Milton got a call as they're driving home from a guy named Dylan who wants to sell him a TV. And Uh -uh. Milton agrees, I'll meet up with you at Hardy's, which is also slash Carl's Jr., as I know it. So why this couldn't wait until the daytime? No idea. But apparently he knew this Dylan and he was a regular at the store and he was fine to do it. Angel was leery of this sale at a Hardee's parking lot for a TV. Which makes sense to me. Yes. I would be like, this is foolish. I would also maybe not be buying a new TV from a 22-year-old named Dylan in a parking lot. Does it make it better or worse? And I'm going to answer my question. It makes it way worse that his name is spelled D-I-L-L-O-N. Yeah, I would say that adds about 50% worse. Yeah, I agree. And then the other 50% is covered, which makes it a whole 100% worse that he's, when we first see him, he's in white wraparound sunglasses. Yes. Yes, he is. So like instantly untrustworthy. Yeah. So Angel says this is a bad idea, but they end up doing the 
TV deal in the parking lot of Hardee's at night. And then she's, but she keeps saying, these people are shady. They could follow us home. This isn't a good idea. So they're arguing about it. They come home and she's so upset about the argument that she leaves her purse and her phone in the car and goes inside. I do not buy this for a second because no. I watch so much trash TV. I have seen so many upset women storm out of trucks and many of them are on drugs and love after <laughs> lockup. And not one of them has forgotten their phone or their purse. Especially not the phone. You're but not leaving but, it in the car. And you're not leaving it and then going on to later binge watch a whole show without once looking at your phone. Correct. You're at your house. It's not like you're at Disneyland and your car is three miles away. Your car is parked outside your house. You go and get your car, your phone from the car. Right. It's right there. It feels fishy from the jump. There's yeah. a few things that feel fishy here, mm -hmm. but that's ridiculous yeah you didn't go eight hours without looking at your phone not no. not someone like angel no you're taking a selfie and being like watching game of thrones this is no, my husband and he got me got in capitals like some yeah. sort of pun like that no it's hubby got, got me and then it's some sort of drink goblet it's a drink like got me skinny margarita okay skinny marg gotcha hubby G-O-T, me, mm -hmm. skinny Marg, yeah. F-T-W for the win. Yeah. Um, heart emoji, star blessed. emoji. Hashtag. Hashtag blessed. Prayer hashtag hands. G -O -T, Prayer hashtag G-O-T. Hands. Prayer hands makes me laugh so hard. It's I almost sent you one. I almost <laughs> sent you one the other day, but I try to do it really sparingly because I want it to really be impactful when I do it. But it was something that we were texting about. I was like, prayer hands would work so I well right now. It's like the only part that is totally hilarious from Arrested <laughs> Development season four. It's the only good thing about that season. Is it just says hands. it's so small and says so much. Yeah. She's crying at the hospital. I want my husband. And they're like, honey, he's gone. And she, it sounded pretty good, I have to say. She sounds very upset. No, I at this point, I got a little confused because it sounded so good. Yeah. Yeah. So did Dennis asked the detectives, by the time you had your first coffee, what do you have at this point? Oh, Dennis. <laughs> I love it. And so they said, well, we're looking at Dylan. And how, how old is Dylan? Is Dylan he, 20? He's either 16 or 28. I feel like he's right under the age of being able to drink legally. Yeah. Okay. And he also has uh, several convictions for robbery. So also, Dylan, his last name literally sounds like, if you say it all together, it sounds like Hustler. Hostutler. Hostutler. Hustler. He fell Dylan into it. Hustler. Katie, he didn't have a chance. That was his name. He fell into a life of petty crime? Yeah, because of his last name. Mm -hmm. So Dylan didn't want to come in voluntarily, but thankfully he was arrested for possession of... Well, we all knew it was going to be drugs. <laughs> and You that, knew. Yeah, uh, even I could tell. And so that's how they're able to talk to him about the murder. He says he and his girlfriend sold Milton the TV and then they went home. Girlfriend? Yeah, apparently he has a girlfriend. Bows get so many girlfriends. Dylan says he and his girlfriend sold Milton the TV and then they went home. And the cops are like, are you sure you went home? I think you murdered him. And he says, no, we did actually go out, but we used the money that we got from the TV sale to go buy some books. Reading is fundamental. 
No, just kidding. It was drugs. <laughs> obviously, they went and used the TV money to buy drugs. So when Dylan woke up, he had a sty on his eye, guys. And that was I, really upsetting to him. He said, it really hurts. And they say, it looks like you have a black eye because you murdered Milton. He's like, no, man, it's just a sty. Okay, the sad thing is I totally believe him. I believe him. No, I, I 100% think he tried believe to pi- him. I think he tried to pick it. <laughs> I totally And I think him. it bled. And I think now he has broken blood vessels under his eye because he was squeezing it, trying to get it to come out. Hilariously, my sister also has a sty in the exact same spot right now. <laughs> and I could also see her selling a TV in a parking lot. <laughs> was she Dylan's girlfriend? We'll never Interestingly know. Interestingly enough... The other day I was watching TV and I saw John Mulaney on this older show and he's wearing sunglasses inside because he said he had a sty. So we never got to see the sty because he's wearing sunglasses. So Katie, having a sty can be super embarrassing, much like having skin problems like acne, wrinkles, crow's feet, age spots, other things that I don't have, don't know what they are. It makes you not want to leave the house or wear sunglasses inside like John Mulaney. Well, I have a great solution for that issue, and that's apostrophe. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the sheer amount of choices there are that are out there? I mean, there are so many options, it's hard to know what's best for you. And Uh when it comes to finding skincare products that actually work for your skin, it's even more overwhelming. And I found this exceptionally true in regards to my acne. I've tried almost every over-the-counter product that is out there. And that's why we're really excited to tell you about Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your acne. All you have to do is fill out an online consultation about your skin goals, your medical history, and then you snap a few selfies and a board-certified dermatologist will create your first customized treatment plan. Apostrophe offers access to treatments for all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne. They even treat back, chest, and but acne. When I first started using apostrophe, I had horrible cystic acne. It was really nice to know that my treatment plan was from a real dermatologist and that my plan was tailored just for me. They suggested I try an oral medication and a topical medication, and I have never looked back. And it was so nice to not have to schedule an in-person appointment, which in some cases, in my case, was about six to eight weeks out, and I needed help now. So we have a special deal for our listeners right now. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash date dateline when you use our code date dateline. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. So get on it. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash date dateline and click begin visit, then use our code date dateline at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for putting a period at the end of my skin troubles. I'm so excited to talk about our new sponsor, Lomi. Yes. I create so much trash at my house, and a huge part of the trash that I have is food waste. My garbage made me feel like garbage. And then I got a Lomi, and I am in Lomi love. (laughs) 
Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns my food waste into dirt in less than four hours. The first time I used it, I put in some leftover peaches, fried rice, and some soggy cooked potatoes. It did not look pretty. It was a weird concoction. I took pictures. Try to picture it in your head. I can. It was gross. What I got out of it after (gasps) I ran it was this beautiful, non-smelling, nutrient-rich soil that I proudly took pictures of. Yes. I will put a before and after picture on our social media because it was magic in just hours. Amazing. And now I can put that soil in my yard or on my plants. The most important thing is it's not going in my garbage. It's not stinking up my garbage. It's not going to the landfill. It's not producing methane. It is my part in helping the environment. I want to mention a couple things that I was worried about. One, there's no smell. It's really sealed. Once it's closed, you don't smell anything. Amazing. And also, it's really quiet. You can't hear it over the TV in the living room. And you know how important my TV time is. And I would not allow anything to interrupt it. I'm so excited to keep going with Lomi. I think it's going to encourage me to buy more fruits and vegetables. It's also going to break my toxic cycle of the clean plate club that my mom instilled in me as a child and most of us have instilled in them as a child. You will want to leave food on your plate because it's not going to be wasted by putting it in the trash. That's great. It's going to be composted and turned into dirt for your yard. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact, be a composting queen like me, or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash date dateline and use the promo code date dateline to get $50 off your Lomi. That's off when you head to lomi.com slash date dateline and use promo code date dateline at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi, it's the solution. With the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. I am in Lomi love. Join me on the Lomi journey. Lomi away. Locomotion Lomi, loc choo choo Lomi train coming through. Loco Lomi, choo choo. Lomi, we'll come up with something. I had Lomi away, and it didn't. I don't understand. Instead of blow me away, blow me away. Oh, blow me, blow me away. Yeah, blow me away. with your Lomi, blow me away with your composting skills. What do you think? Maybe. We can do better. The train is cute. Trains are cute. Maybe the train is flying. It's a flying train. Lomi commotion. We're going to get there. It's going to be good. I think we're missing what about I think we're missing a really obvious one, but I'm just not. I know. I think so, too. I might think of it halfway through this episode, so let's, let's okay. see how it goes. Thank you, Lomi. Thank you, Lomi. It's only going to get better from here, guys. Press on. So, Dennis, this is another one of my favorite lines from Dennis. Which one? He says... The detectives had to check out I didn't kill Milton because I was at home getting high story. Dennis. It's just that his delivery is it's very, so very good. strong this episode. It yeah. really is. I'm it's dying so to good interview to have him. you back. I'm dying. We have to do it. It's killing me. It's eating me up inside. What, the Lomi thing? No, no. It's not composting me up inside. I want to interview Dennis. Oh, very yeah. Very badly. Okay, let's do it. Because I think he might talk like this in our interview. I know. Well, he does talk like that when we've met him. I think he also might write detective novels on the side under a, a, a pseudonym. Yes. Yeah. 
I could totally like Andrew writes those Lifetime movies. He speaks a bit like that kind of a writer. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And then he hits us with another one. So first I loved, they had to check out his I didn't kill Milton because I was home getting high story. And then he says, assistant DA Kim Polini likes to be out in front of the big cases. And I thought that was a little bit of shade. (gasps) Why? Because she likes to be out in front of the big cases. I think it's more of a comment on instead of passing it off to other people, she's on it. And she doesn't need to be on it because she's kind of a big wig. I took, I took it like out that. in front. She likes to be the spokesperson. So she's getting credit for the big cases. I'm going to take it the other way because I liked Kim Polini. Okay, that's fine. Also, her name kind of sounds like Kimberly, if you say it fast. Kimberlini. <laughs> sounds like I'm saying Kimberlini. <laughs> so they bring in Angel to talk to her. And she's so okay. fragile, guys. Here, no, here we go. This... I wrote guilty in all capital letters at what's about to happen here because I was talking so much that my mom peeked her head in my room and is like, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> and I said, I'm, I was like, I'm fine, but she's guilty, mom. And she's like, who, your sister? And I said, no, I don't know. She's selling it. TVs again she in the parking lot. She immediately jumps to my sister selling TVs in the parking lot. And I was like, no, she's fine. Everything's fine. But this woman... Whatever's happened here, she had a part of it. She's very fragile. She hasn't been eating or drinking or sleeping. She feels guilty just to be alive. But the really, the part that will let you know how fragile she is, is that she came into the interrogation with a teddy bear and a photo of Milton. A teddy bear. She's clutching a teddy bear. This grown woman has brought in a teddy bear to comfort her. Now, look, I would not normally be this cruel about something like this because I am very attached to stuffed animals. That is, I am, what's that thing where you assign human characteristics to things that aren't alive? Anthropomorphize. Yes, anthropomorphize. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that I didn't know what was in her hands at first. And I see that the detective is sort of ushering her in by the elbow, which made me first think she was injured. And then I was like, well, wait, how long after this, how long after he died was this i couldn't figure only it out only a few days okay but then it was also when she sat down and then you see the teddy bear that's large it's large it's not a small little beanie baby it's a medium sized bear but her hair is perfectly done yeah and she, it's not like she's coming in in the sweats and t-shirt that she's been in for 3 days right. that's not what's happening here right. she's done and so the teddy bear feels staged yeah yeah and does she cry no, she and she brought in a photo of Milton. Too. I did then not see the photo. They tell us that. So she might have cried a little when she said, I feel so guilty to be alive. So then she says, we did fight that night, but we had made up by then. We even made love. And then we learned about their trifecta. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's from a recent episode. But they did whatever a two is, a twofer. They apparently made love every morning and night. Every day. No, you didn't. You have teenagers living in the house. You are not having sex twice a day. Does it feel braggy? Yes. Okay. It's like a way of wanting them to picture her having sex. It's like what she does later when every story conveniently has her naked in it. Right. So It's so you'll picture her naked. It's not even subtle, really. No, it's not. Okay. No, it is not. So they 
The only issue they really had in their marriage was his jealousy. He was so jealous of her because men would look at her all the time and he would say, you're so attractive. You could have anyone you want. And they had this age difference of 10 years, but he looked a lot older than her. And so people would sometimes say that she was his daughter. She's saying this. She's saying this. And Then she says, well, people, men would come into the store just because I worked there. They said, oh, you're just so pretty. I had to come in and talk to you. So guys are coming in just to talk to me. So he would get very jealous about that. And then one of the best parts of the episode is Dennis says to the detective, so men are checking her out all the time. And the detective says, according to her. Burn. Burn. And now she is ex- she is very pretty. I'm not saying she's not pretty, but if she were that pretty, she wouldn't have to mention it all the time. There's a few things that push all my buttons. She's pushed every one of them yeah. in the space of this interview, which I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt because I did think that that call that what we, the thing that we're overhearing in the hospital, that mm-hmm. st- it seemed so real. Right. But this feels horrible. Yeah. It makes my stomach hurt. It's so obnoxious that I'm so pretty. And look, I I probably am projecting because she's extremely confident. I'm not a very confident person. So I get it. Like you you should, I guess, have confidence. But there's There's a line. There's absolutely a line. And she's so far past where the line is. It's just miles. I mean, it's not just one of those things that Kimberly said. She says every single one of those things. Yeah. The thing about he's, people just think I'm so young. And, you know, it's just men always look at me. It's just all of them. Mm -hmm. Were you annoyed? As annoyed as me? Not so much? Okay. Very much so. So the night, we learned that nine months before the murder, Angel had gotten into a car accident. She had started physical therapy, a physical therapy called dry needling, which I think is kind of like acupuncture. No, thank you. Her PT was Isaac, which is a biblical name. He was also a hottie. And Milton was super jealous. Isaac was young and fit and good looking. Yeah. She told Milton, I would never cheat on you. That's not who I am. Remember that for later. So finally, she just had to give up physical therapy because Milton was just so jealous. And you know what? I would rather be in physical pain than put him through emotional pain. Prayer hands? Katie just did prayer hands emoji. I think she's a saint. I just, I mean, I I feel like we should acknowledge, you know, her. The thing is, though, it was a small town. And so they would run into Isaac around town. And Milton was very jealous of Isaac. Mm -hmm. Two months before the murder, they were at the beach and Isaac and his family showed up and Milton exploded like your effing therapist is here. And he even called his son, Caleb, in a hizzy, which is not the expression, but Caleb is adorable and he's been through a lot. So the hizzy is an expression and Dennis uses it hizzy. Tizzy. No, he says hizzy. Yeah, but it's tizzy. No, it's also hizzy. Hissy fit. That's hissy fit. That's no, but hissy is short. But hissy is also, I've heard it for hissy fit. H-I-Z-Z-Y? H-I-Z-Z-Y. Calls him in a hissy. You learn something new every day. I I also may be also just using it wrong. It's fine. Just like. I like it. And I liked mm -hmm. Caleb the son. So I was fine with it. Oh, is it Caleb that says it or Dennis? Caleb. Oh, okay. Well, Caleb and I are from the same place then. 
So Milton was so upset about Isaac being at the beach that he reached out to Isaac's boss to complain about him. And at one point he confronted Isaac, like, stay away from my wife. So he was super jealous and freaking out and very suspicious that something was going on. So are we pretty sure at this point that Angel is probably amplifying that? Jealousy? 100%. Okay, 1,000. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. yeah. So police confirm that Dylan from bef- D-I-L-L-I-O-N is just a bag of wieners and not a killer. So they have Another to move one. on. Kunick to, and Dylan. Yeah, just a coincidental bag of wieners. So they move on to Isaac, the physical therapist. He has no criminal record. He's a nice guy from a nice family, good neighborhood. He said he was home the night of the murder, except he did run out late at night to Walmart, ding, ding, to replace his phone that he spilled water on. Okay. <clears throat> so, no, stop. That's not a true story. No, that's not a true story. Because iPhones now and water. I mean, did you, did you submerge it in a bathtub for an hour? Because otherwise... Spilling water on your phone is not going to fry your phone. My phone had water in it. It had to be replaced because it wouldn't charge. So, and I have a drawer. And that was the only time that's ever happened to me. I was also very suspicious of Isaac at this point because we now see Isaac in white wraparound sunglasses. Oh, God. So it's a twofer. It's a twofer. Also, mark Walmart off your bingo cards. So we meet a youth pastor and dairy farmer who at first I didn't write down his name, but he became so important, I had to write it down, and it's Louis. Mm-hmm. And Louis was Isaac's youth pastor growing up. He says that Isaac had a temper and had daddy issues, but with help, Louis helped Isaac become a sold-out believer, which is an expression I've never heard before. Sold out, like a sold-out concert by Harry Styles. I've and never heard it. He sold out to Jesus. But, that that can't be right. Or he maybe bought all of the tickets f- to Jesus's shows. Right. So he bought a, he bought all the bu- the biblical stuff. He, right. He the he I, bought it out. He bought all the merch at the concerts that Jesus was having. He scalped he the sold tickets. out for his calendar is sold out because he's with Jesus every day. How, we're missing how this phrase works, but maybe it's not a real phrase. But he is a youth pastor, but. I don't know. So if you know what that phrase means, tell us. So Isaac and Louis lost touch, but he still considered Isaac his success story. He was so proud of Isaac, and he watched his successes on Facebook. He watched him get married. He had three kids. He went to college. He became a physical therapist. And Isaac, or I mean, Louis would be like, that's Isaac's my success story. I tell all my my youths. My troubled youths, my youths, youths, my troubled youths, <gasps> youths in my group about the success story that is Isaac. So then a few days after the murder, Isaac returns to his hometown and visits Louis. They hadn't seen each other in 10 years. Louis is so excited to hear from him. So he dry, he flies to, fl- to Oregon. It's not just, I mean, he flies yes, across the country. to visit his mom and to visit Louis. But mostly to visit his mom, but maybe more to visit Louis. We don't really know. So Louis says, right away, there's something wrong with Isaac. Isaac says, I need to tell you something in confidence. I consider you my pastor. I want to make a confession to you like a priest. And Louis says, I don't agree to that. 
hold your horses, buddy. I'm not signing anything. What are we doing? But Isaac's like, no, I'm telling you anyways. So Isaac says, a patient of mine named Angel had this dangerous husband and I needed to protect her. And so Louis says protecting Angel became a righteous obsession. Well, no, Dennis says that. Protecting Angel became a righteous obsession for Isaac, which is the title of the episode. And they don't always say the title, but I like when they do. So Louis says that Isaac was always kind of an obsessive person. He would go from one obsession to another. Maybe he had a Taylor Swift face, but this was to the extreme. And Dennis says another amazing quote, the moral machinery got toggled off. I loved that so much. I put it on our Dateline quotes notebook that I have on our drive. And it was smooth. Yeah. His delivery was excellent. That was great, Dennis. The moral machinery got toggled off. Mm -hmm. So Isaac tells Louis, I murdered a man. So he tells him he murdered a guy. And I murdered a guy. He tells him the whole story about how he broke in and he strangled Milton. And Louis was shocked and kept thinking how far from God Isaac had gone. And Dennis says to him, your successful protege, <laughs> which I thought, Dennis, I was like, don't rub it in, Dennis. He's, he did rub it in a little bit. He's very upset. Yeah, it wasn't great. So Louis says, you need to turn yourself in to Isaac. And Isaac says, basically, no. And he leaves. So Louis tells his wife, Lori, and Lori has matching curls. Louis and Lori have, Louis and Lori have matching curls. Good. They do. It's true. And Louis was getting so upset. He didn't know what to do. He was having nightmares. He has this weight on his shoulders and his wife doesn't want to tell him what to do, which I totally would, but maybe that's why I'm not a good Christian wife. No, I... I would be like all dramatic. I would grab Louis by his shirt lapels and be like, you've got to turn the pin into the police. It's killing you, Louis. It's killing you. I do kind of have to say, though, I was surprised that she was like, I couldn't make that decision for him. And I'm like, yeah, he yeah, might you, need help with he that might one. Need help. Tell him. That's a really, really big decision. And it feels like that's a decision you make as a family or you yeah. make as a couple because it affects your life, too. Yeah. So... And know. so Louis asks a friend who says, go to the police. And I was like, good, that's how you do it, Lori. You just tell Lori, him, go to the police. Did she, here was my other thought. Did she maybe just not want to be the, like, want to be hands off? I'm, I, this is a on little. You. I don't want to make this decision. So the friend tells him, go to the police. And Louis still doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to betray Isaac like Christ was betrayed by Judas. What, well, what is the Isaac they. story in the Bible? What's Isaac? Is Isaac the sacrifice? Yeah, I think so. Isaac so, is Abraham's sacrifice, isn't it? Yeah. So the so maybe he doesn't want to set. It's so. I feel like somehow this has a biblical underlaying. There's something happening. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone with the pigs because he says like I don't want to betray him, but he betrayed Milton and killed him. What's worse, betraying your friend or murder? Would Jesus want you covering up for a murderer? I don't think so. And then he's like, well, the Bible says not to kill, and North Carolina has the death penalty. So if I tell on Isaac, Isaac might get killed by the state, and then I would be killing Isaac. And the Bible says not to kill, but. Isaac killed someone. He's the one who killed someone. And the Bible says not to kill. The Bible also says an eye for an eye. So, I mean, but I did understand more 
the actual the death penalty argument made the most sense to me. I was like, okay, I could see where that might catch you up. If you had a belief about that and were like, oh, I'm actually could be sending him to his death. Right. Because he will, he could be up for the death penalty because it was premeditated. If you knew that, that made the most sense. But maybe he should have led with that one. Yeah, not the betrayal and Judas and all of that. Yeah, it's... So, finally, it felt finally, I think it was only like three days, but I was kind of had it up to here with Louis. I'm sorry, Louis, you seem very nice, but I would have made that decision a lot faster. So, he decides to call the police, and they fly out to see Louis, because I guess he can't leave the dairy farm or something. So, they come to see him, and he tells them everything, and then they ask him, we need you to tape a phone call with Isaac. And I was like... It took him a long time to make this decision. He's not going to go farther with it. He's already been through enough. Louis mm-hmm. is fragile and could not handle phone. He'll be very upset if he has to now go further and double cross Isaac twice. So he says when he heard they want him to phone to tape the phone call, he wanted to punch the detective in the face. <laughs> But it actually made me like Louis a little more because that was that was that real. was really funny. He's like, I didn't know if I should punch him in the face. Like, I think he yeah. just wants to be done. I think yeah. he's also probably pretty angry with Isaac for putting him in a really impossible situation. Yeah, it's- I think Louis doesn't like to make waves, and this has caused him a lot of stress. This is really stressful. Yeah, if someone came to me with that, it it's would be- a burden that you're putting on someone. When you yes, them, tell your unburdening like that. is putting a burden on someone Correct. else. Yes. Correct. So they say Milton's family deserves justice. And yeah. he finally is like, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'll tape him. So he yeah. calls Isaac and the police are just sitting right there. But Isaac says, I'm not comfortable speaking about this on the phone because Isaac is a little paranoid. So he says, I'll talk over this encrypted app called Signal. Which thank you to Paula on Twitter for pointing out that this is one of the apps favored by insurrectionists. So <laughs> that's their tagline. Uh, is it really? No, it should be their tagline. Oh, but it, okay. Yes, okay. it is. It is the app favored by insurrectionists or one of the apps, but it is not their tagline. Insurrect Connect. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I would like to know. I have questions, but don't use that. That's a TM. I don't want people yeah, using that. Yeah, yeah. Please don't use that. So Isaac says, I'll talk over this encrypted app. And the police officers are just like, okay, that's fine, because you're still going to be talking to him on the phone, and he's going to put you on speaker. And we, they set their little tape recorder down next to the phone. And mm-hmm. Dennis says, that's very low tech of you, because Dennis, Dennis is super, super tech savvy. I loved that. He's a tech savvy gentleman. And the detective says, that's how we roll around here. It was I, a cute moment. It, it was, was really, cute. and they sort of giggle. It was yeah. very, that was very sweet. So they're talking on this app but they're talking it's like they're on a phone but it's through mm-hmm. an app in case anyone is like me who doesn't really understand how that works i was like so they're messaging each other or like doing a voice memo and then sending Kimberly. it but if they're actually talking yes. it's like a phone call it's so, like when you call through whatsapp i never call through whatsapp i just message through whatsapp so then the phone call gets really weird yes it does isaac's wife darlene comes darlene on the phone. And then in front of the wife, Isaac explains, when I did this murder, I had to ask the devil for help to give me strength. 
because I had to fully turn my back on God to do this. And remember, Darlene is on the phone call. So Darlene apparently knows all about the murder. And Darlene tells tells Louie, yeah, Isaac told me, he ca- he called me the day that it happened to tell me that it happened. And Louis says, because he's fishing for the police, he says, when you say it happened, what is it? it? Which is so suspicious. What do you think you're talking about, Louis? That is so suspicious. Can you just repeat that part louder and into the phone? But Darlene <laughs> just goes, I'm talking about the murder. So, okay, it's all out on tape now. And then Darlene says... You know, the affair, I didn't know about it first. And Louis's like, oh, an affair. This gets better. The youth pastor can't wait to hear about your affair. And so Isaac explains, yeah, we were having a full-blown affair. It wasn't just sex. He says it moved way, way, way beyond someone that I was just having sex with. A couple things. One, you're not supposed to do that. It says so in the Bible. Two, why are you saying this in front of Darlene, your wife? You're saying you were like, had feelings, you were in love with her. And also third, Milton was right to be suspicious. There was an affair going on between them. So Milton was right. Because I'm sure that she's leaving hints out and stuff. She's using both of them for different reasons, Mm -hmm. right? So she's using Isaac to make Milton jealous to get who knows what. Yeah. So Isaac says, if somehow I don't get arrested... There is still desire in my heart to be with Angel. Darlene is sitting right next to you. And then he says, Darlene somehow is still willing to walk through this with me. First of all, Darlene, I hate that walk with me through this walk through this. I hate that. She's still on this journey with me. I hate that talk. Also, Darlene, raise your standards. Be your own physical therapist. What are you doing? As Dennis, as Keith would say, is buffaloed by yes. this. And yes. so am I. Darlene says, I believe in forgiveness and I forgive you and I have compassion for you, Isaac. I will be there with you. I will walk through this journey with you. She's acting wife. like Isaac is the literal Isaac from the Bible yes. who was on the altar, maybe yeah. about to get killed, and yeah. then was saved by God himself. I really hope we have that one right. Yeah, I definitely we'll, have we'll that have one right. We'll have to check after. It is that one. Good. But that is what she's acting like. Mm-hmm. Is he a special messenger from God? All of her friends are like, why are you still with him, Darlene? He's in love with this other woman. He murdered her husband, and he still wants to be with her. And she's like, but you guys, he's Isaac, you know, from the Bible. Maybe she thinks that he really is. Maybe she does think that. And they're like, no, he's just named Isaac. Like that guy over there that's named John. He's not John. The thing in the the Bible Bible. happened a long time ago. Honestly, it sounds like she's in a cult. Isaac is very handsome. He is very handsome. But not handsome. And he's a physical therapist. So what? I don't know. I like physical therapists generally. Oh, okay. There you go. I've had some cute ones. It makes me sad. Something's going on in Darlene's head that she feels like somehow this is her duty to stay with him. There's something deep-rooted here that it's not. not And that is a perfect segue for me to say that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life is complicated. There are so many problems. And sometimes when you have anxiety or stress, you're stuck just focusing on all the problems instead of the solutions. Yeah. Examples of problems. You don't like your job. Not me. I love my job. You're addicted to $7 frappuccinos and you can't stop. That one is me. Your husband had an affair and killed his mistress's husband. Ugh. That one's all Darlene. All of these are life challenges and there are solutions. Therapy gets me in problem solving mode. I feel like a superhero when I am in problem solving mode, like I need a cape. Change your job, make a smoothie at home, divorce your cheating husband, solutions. Thank you, therapy. Therapy can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier Mm. to accomplish goals big and small. After I see my therapist every week, I always feel more energized, more productive, more focused, like ready to take on my problems. I put on my cape every week at therapy. Wow. BetterHelp is convenient. You do it from your home. What could be more convenient than that? It's affordable. You're not waiting months for an appointment. And if you don't vibe with your therapist, you can switch at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash dateline today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash dateline. Because we can all use a little better help. Thank you, Better Health. Thank you, Better Health. So Louis hears Darlene is staying in this marriage. Maybe, well, I maybe a sister-wife relationship because he still wants to be with Angel. I don't, Louis tries to make a joke out of it because he's also sitting next to the police. Right. <laughs> and right. so he goes, well, you're a bigger woman than my wife is, Darlene. <laughs> Isn't this conversation yeah. I mean, fun? what is, what like, is he going to say? He's internally that, crying, tears yes. of a clown, yes. and he's making yes. these jokes. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Louis at this point. I do too. So Darlene says... The police came to talk to me, and I told them I can't be compelled to testify about anything my spouse shared with me in confidence, which is the worst thing that you could say to the police. Just say you don't know anything, you dope. Why are you fully admitting that you know something by saying that you can't be legally made to testify? She's been on the Google machine. Yeah. She's been scrolling her phone late at night looking up, am I allowed to... Am I allowed to testify against husband? What is double jeopardy? Hi, um, Darlene, we'd love to ask you some questions. I can't be compelled to testify against my husband. We were just going to ask. She just answers it through the crack in the door. I'm sorry, I can't let you in unless you have a search warrant signed by a judge. Hold on. (laughs) Let me read that to me. Read that to me again. (laughs) She's like yelling at her daughter. Just say you don't know anything and my husband didn't do anything. That's all. No, but then she would be lying. Right. She did the right thing to protect herself, probably, right? She just didn't do anything to help Isaac at all. Maybe she's, this is all the big plan. Maybe she's a long game player. So (laughs) she knows by being a little bit overly She is now fully implicated in this. She is harboring a murderer. Yeah, that is true. No, but he's not under arrest. She knows about a crime and has not reported it. What does that mean? I think that can you could be charged for that. I don't know exactly what it's called, but harboring. Safe harbor. I don't I think that's only if they're like a fugitive. I'm not sure. Law, let us know. Yeah. Steffi will let us know. She's a lawyer. So Isaac says Angel won't talk because she could be arrested for conspiracy. 
because she totally knew that he was going to do this. Yes. So he's like, Angel's being good. She's not talking to them. So when the call is over, Louis cries because he is spent. He doesn't want to go to court and mainly because he doesn't want to face Isaac because he still feels guilty and beats himself up for turning on Isaac. Mm. I have a lot of thoughts about this. Again, Isaac did tell him when in that first conversation the reason why he killed him. Oh, yes. He said that she had a very dangerous husband and she needed to be protected. Yes. So, again, Louis is probably still under that impression, which kind of must be playing in the back of his head like, well, he did something because, okay, so he's in love with this woman, which is not right because he is married. But at the same time, she's with this man who's very dangerous and could hurt her. He still thinks all of that is correct. He still, yeah. that is in his, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't think no, that I Isaac. No, I do see what you're saying. He it doesn't is, think that Isaac went crazy and did it for love. He thinks right. that Isaac had a different purpose to do it. But it is a little shady that Isaac thinks he had to invoke Louis must be questioning that when Isaac says he's invoking the devil, because if you think what you're doing is, quote, wrong, righteous, right, right. If you're righteous, you're you doing it for God. You think it's righteous. He you're says doing, he's turning his back on God. You're doing this slaying in God's name. Right. But he says he's doing it in the devil's name, which means he knows that it's you wrong. You know that what you're which doing means is wrong. He doesn't believe it's right to kill an abusive husband. Right. Uh, or he doesn't believe that he's actually abusive, or he thinks the government and the law should be in charge, and it shouldn't be vigilante justice out there. But these are why this argument is so weird. He would have been better off going with vigilante, with eye for an eye, with that portion of the Bible, like right. using that to say, mm-hmm. no, God believes in this, mm-hmm. and this was, you know— he had hurt her to the point of he had killed her soul, so I killed his physical body. You know, come right. up with something, but he didn't right. do any of that. It wasn't. Well, at least say that justice, I f- firmly believe, e- like rational, normal Christians that aren't extreme mm-hmm. do believe in the law. And the only way it would work to me is if they had said he's been arrested 17 times and they've never found him guilty. So the law isn't doing its job. So, this is so God's now justice. I have to. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't even think that Isaac believes his own arguments. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. So, God, poor Louis. Poor Louis. Louis Seriously, so poor Louis. It is really sad. Okay. So police arrest Isaac. And I say arrest Darlene, too, because she knew what was going on. But they really want to get Angel. We learn more about Angel and that Milton's family always thought Angel was a little off. They thought she was weird from the very beginning because she would say things like, I'm the most beautiful person in this room. And as Dennis says, they regarded her as a black belt in mental jujitsu. She could manipulate people. She could turn people against each other. She was one of those kind of women on Dateline and maybe had a magical Clovis. No. It's like the power of positive thinking. Is that what this is? Where it's, if I just say this out loud, people will think it's true. The secret. I don't think that she was the most beautiful woman in every room. And also, She has two men fighting for her and one is willing to kill for her. What is even beauty? I mean, sorry, but this is ridiculous. Like, who's to say? You, she might I be beautiful to some people, but not to every 
person. Trust me, I agree. But she, I do think she's one of those women that had some sort of power over men. The power is called extreme confidence. Maybe, but that's and still power. For some men, it is because she they fall the for it. She had the Kavorka, which is and what Kramer had on Seinfeld. Okay. No, she might have not had that natural one, but hers came from fake confidence. But it still was there. Which is very strange, again, remembering that she's a PK. Remember, she's a pastor's kid. It's very strange for her to not be any sort of blessed are the meek. None of that. Oh, no. Will she not be wa- having that. She wanted to have all the guys at the church growing up following her around. She loved the attention of being the pastor's child. Wow. All the boys had a crush on her. So Milton's family always thought she was involved. Right away, they thought she was very suspicious. Yeah. At the funeral... The niece had saved the niece Danielle says, I saved a seat for my husband at the funeral. And Angel comes up and says, That's where my support system will be sitting. You need to move. Danielle is our people. <laughs> yeah, I for love, sure. Yeah. I love yeah. Danielle from the jump. And also at a couple of points in this, it just feels like her and Dennis are gossiping. Yeah, totally. About how terrible Angel is. Yeah. And I was yeah. here for that. Loved that was it. great. And apparently her behavior at the funeral was so obnoxious, like backstage, she was totally fine. And then when in front of all the guests, she was wailing, like she wanted to be the center of attention. And it was a big show. So did she have the bear? Did she? She must have had the bear at the funeral. Who's bear? Where the Danielle, bear if you're from? listening, let us know if she had the bear at the funeral. Yeah, please, Danielle. I hope you're listening to this. We very much like you. To give her some details here. This is pretty horrific. Yeah. I also, feel, sorry also about your loss. So sorry for your loss. Yeah. yeah. So detectives bring Angel back in, and she thinks she's there to help again. She's like, oh, I can help you. And no teddy bear this time. She seems to have recovered from her no eating, no sleeping, no drink, no sleep. What was it? Drinking? Sleeping? What's the third thing? Eating, drinking, sleep, whatever. Anyway, all the senses, hearing, touching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all the five. So they tell her Isaac's been arrested. And she says, oh, my gosh, what are you talking about? I didn't think he could ever do something like this. What? No, she just nods her head and says, good. You're supposed to be surprised. You said from the beginning you never thought he would do something like this. You don't think it's him. You saw the intruder and you said it wasn't him. And if you were smart, the smartest thing you could have said is, Isaac who? Right. (laughs) Come on. She had already told them that Milton was very jealous of Isaac. So she should have said, Isaac, the physical therapist? Yeah, Isaac, my Isaac, the Isaac I know? There's like, I'm frustrated with her. Yeah, so instead she goes, good. Like, she's not surprised at all. And they say, he told us a lot about you. We know about the affair. And she says, okay, there, there were two times we had sex. Well, actually three times if you count the parking spot off the highway. Why is she describing Super the locations? romantic. Did they ask her to tell the locations? I don't think so. No. Was one of them in an Arby's parking lot? One, No, one was in a parking spot off the highway. One was that in a clinic. What does that mean? What's a parking yeah. spot off the highway? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. So, And also, remember when she had said, I told Milton I would never cheat on you. That's not who I am. It's exactly who you are. Yeah. So she says, you know, I did sleep with Isaac a couple times, but then he became obsessed with me and he was basically stalking me. And I was as freaked out as Milton was. 
why didn't you tell the police that at the beginning then? Instead of saying he never would have done it and Milton was jealous for no reason. So then she says, I told Isaac, I don't want to be divorced twice. And that's the reason I was staying with Milton, which is a horrible reason. Selfish monster. And Isaac said, well, what if he were dead? I would be willing to do that for you. So then she says, I did know that he maybe was going to kill Milton. But she says, but when the masked guy came in, I didn't know it was Isaac for the first few minutes. Okay. But then when he was attacking Milton, I realized it was him. And I said, I will never be with you, Isaac. I hate you. So she went from saying it could never be him. It definitely wasn't him to she knew it was him during the attack. She's just a lying liar pants. Mm. Every part of her story has slowly changed. But then she says, there's a reason I lied. Isaac threatened me and my kids and told me I had to cover for him and say that it was an intruder or it was someone from the shop. So that's why I was covering for him. And they say, well, so you've lied to us from the beginning. And she says, yes, I understand. In this soft baby voice, Mm. I don't blame you for not believing me. And they say, we have a warrant for your arrest. And she says, I understand. And it's a little bit like Shauna in Yes, it in is. Internal it's exactly affairs. like that. It drove yeah. me crazy. I'm so, will you hold my hand, Greg? So they arrest her in her mugshot. She is red and blotchy, and <laughs> she is definitely not the most attractive person in the room. And Isaac, he's wearing transition lenses in his mugshot. Also, the problem is, is that when you go on Netflix right now, you're seeing the... It's like top 10 this week. I mean, we've seen that one sheet of Dahmer mm-hmm. over and over and over again. With the transition lenses. With the transition lenses. Yeah. You could put these next to each other and be a little weirded out. It's I a little too that. close for comfort. So they want Isaac to testify against Angel in court, uh-huh. but they need to offer him a deal. And the whole family discusses it and they agree they really want Angel. So they say, okay, offer Isaac a deal. But Isaac and Angel are still talking to each other. They're breaking jail rules by using a third party to merge their calls, and which I didn't know you could do. I and didn't know you could do that either. The Mm-mm. calls are being recorded, though. And so he apologizes for not loving her well enough. And Angel asks Isaac to get a pencil, and she starts giving him scriptures to look up. And the DA, of course, is looking up the scriptures as she's like listening to the phone calls. And one is like, there's nothing greater than laying down your life for another, a.k.a. she's telling him to take the fall for her. And at one point, he's like, Angel, I'm so sorry. I love you so. Hello? Hello? She's totally hung up on him, which is perfect encapsulation of their relationship. Yeah, it really She's is. gotten what she wants now from him, and she's, like, done. Or it was chow time, or there was a shank fight, or someone was making toilet wine, and she wanted in. Angel goes on trial first, and he's now agreed to testify against her, maybe because she hung up on him. He's flipped. And Dennis says... To the DA, how did the self-proclaimed most beautiful woman in Elizabeth City look in trial? Was that? It was I was shocked by this. Dennis. I can't believe they put this in. They're, they normally don't go for physical stuff, but I think because she kept saying how beautiful she was. Much like Sabrina Limone from The Secrets in the Wolfpack, Secrets right. in Silver Lake, who also 
bragged about how she looked and was very put together. They talk mm-hmm. about how haggard she looks in trial. Yeah. She looks, I would say that Angel it has a very Kim from Plathville look that's coming upon her. So Good. That you, was good. <laughs> do, I, do, could you yeah, see that? Yeah, I do. Yep, I got Like you. a younger Kim from Plathville. But so prosecution said she planned the whole thing. She gaslit Isaac into doing it. She acted like Milton was abusive. She would flirt with Isaac during their sessions. She would mention casually, oh, I get naked and he doesn't look at me, which is really just a way of her saying, picture me naked. And then she sends, she's like, I was in the hot tub naked. And you know that, you know what she's doing. And then she can't believe it works. I know. It's so obvious. I mean, this is a man who married young to his church wife he's probably never seen some a woman be this assertive before didn't he have a rough lo- no i guess he was really young when he had a okay so she sent him a naked photo and then he asked her to change into her robe for physical therapy and she just got naked in front of him and that was it he couldn't take it anymore and so they had lots of sex not just the two or three times that she said and they were communicating through facebook encrypted messaging which I didn't know was a thing. And no, that- they were doing like code, not encrypted. They said I think, encrypted. I think they maybe transcribed it wrong. I meant cryptic code. Like she would say, we're going to meet with a capital oh, M. So Facebook at- doesn't have an encrypted messaging service. I don't, not that I know of. I don't, let us know if it does. does and it? I'm being a fool. I might be a fool, but I don't. We're not big so. Facebook users. Yeah. So. That meeting at the beach, she had set up, the one where he showed up. I think we all figured that wasn't a coincidence. And she said, if I leave, Milton will kill me. I need him to die of natural causes, which was the jumping off point to slowly became murder. Yeah. So they tried to slip something in Milton's drink, but it didn't work. It just made him fall asleep. Angel wanted to do something bigger and more dramatic because, of course, she did. Let's do a stage robbery. I can use my acting skills. Yeah. Isaac explained. Then she can be a victim too. Exactly. Isaac explained how he killed Milton with a chokehold on the stand. Angel was right there watching during the attack. She tried to injure herself. She had him hit her, but he wasn't hitting her hard enough. So she smacked her forehead on a drawer to give herself that injury. And. As she was watching him testify during the trial, Dennis asks the DA, did she do eye voodoo on him? Oh, Dennis. Dennis, I'm writing it down. I love it. It's a gold mine for my quotes collection. Yeah. Angel decides not to testify. Good decision, I think. The defense says Isaac was obsessed with her. There's no evidence against her. He did it all on his own, etc. The jury only takes 20 minutes. Wow. Have we ever heard of one that short? That's insane. No, it's, that's bananas. That's like you barely can take roll. Do they have to take attendance? <laughs> Maybe not. But it's barely 20 minutes. That's like well, you don't even that, get to have coffee first. Well, isn't that what someone was saying, that it also takes several minutes to fill out the jury forms? The I ones think. that you do at the end? Just so to get everyone minutes. to sit down. If I'm right. trying to get my family of four people to sit down <laughs> no. with beverages, that takes half an hour. Exactly. So just to be like, we're going to discuss, everyone get your coffee and sit down. That's 35 minutes right. right there. That means they all sat down and were like, so she's definitely right. okay. Oh, we're Great. good? No, we're we good? No, hands? Yeah. 
Everyone? Oh, we got it. Unanimous. So I, I wish we had a HelloFresh ad. It would be like, in the time it takes this jury to find Angel guilty, you could make a vegetarian curry. You could make chili lime fajitas. Hold the guac. <laughs> they, they find her guilty. The family is so happy. Mm-hmm. Dennis wonders about motive. And Milton's son says, Angel thought Isaac had a lot of PT money. And Remember, Milton's business wasn't doing that great. So she was kind of jumping ship for a richer husband. And she had asked Isaac, can you buy my kids a beach house? Or can you support my kids? Can you buy me a beach house? So she was really, she didn't want to be divorced twice, but being a widow was okay. So, Mm. and she really just found another husband. And But he was also married to someone else, but whatever. She gets life in prison without parole. She's appealing it. She doesn't want to appear on Dateline, so she doesn't. Isaac makes a deal for second-degree murder. He gets 20 to 25 years. And Darlene divorced him, which is like she was willing to stand by him, but maybe that was once he wasn't working anymore and he was in prison. And we get no information. Why do they just slip it in like that? They just say, oh, and Darlene divorced him. What? She was going to stand by him for them. It did. The murder didn't bother her. Being in love with Angel didn't bother her. The affair didn't bother her. But it was him being in prison and not being there to help with the kids and earning a living. That was too far. She wasn't no. going to stand by him that far. Oh, no, I don't think it was that. Oh, what do you think I it think was? it might have been the third party phone calls. That he was still in like... That he was still... Saying how much he... But he told... Louis, I still, he, he told Darlene, I still want to be with her in my heart. I think also sometimes this just takes distance. Yeah, you're right. He you're was right. still in like the home. Like a cult leader. Right. And now he's gone. And she's like, she maybe has one really good friend that was like, it's time. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. putting up with you standing by him, but mm-hmm. it's time to have a literal come to Jesus. Yeah. This. So Louis and his wife travel. Oh to wait, wait! Dennis yeah. has one of my favorite quotes right now. Oh, what was it? He says, "Yeah, I think he's talking to Caleb, and he says, so it was just thanks, Milton, but it's over. Next, it's the <laughs> biggest pause before he goes next, like that. I miss it's that part. so good. He basically does a thank you next. Thank it was, you next. Good job, Dennis. I see you. Nice work. So Louis and his wife travel to Elizabeth City to meet Milton's family. And Mm -hmm. he feels like it gave him closure that he did the right thing. And it was very nice. I'm glad that they were appreciative. I mean, it's (laughs) you do have to remember, he almost didn't say anything. No, he didn't. He would have said something. I hope. It took him a few days and a few people telling him. But it's fine. He did the right thing. So he visited Isaac in prison. And Isaac forgave him and said, you did the right thing. Good. And they are still in touch. BFFs forever. Come on. Bromance. Uh, A friendship that can withstand turning someone in for murder. I think it's probably good that they're still friends. Honestly, I think Isaac needs some people like Louis that'll be like, stop it. Yeah. Stop this weirdness. Yeah. You're being weird and you're being weird about God. Stop it. (laughs) You're being weird about where are you on your weird walk with god why did your walk why did your walk get so weird man so weird isaac what happened here are we going to talk about what isaac looks like or are you saving it for fashion police no let's talk about it 
He looks like Jesus? He does grow a beard like Jesus, yes. And hair. And hair like Jesus. He looks like a different man. It's like those guys from the Mormon show with Andrew Garfield. They all go from clean cut to like massive Jesus beards. Under the banner of heaven? Under the banner of heaven. Yeah. 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 So she got no money from it. Angel got zero dollars. There was no life insurance policy or anything like that. No, I think there probably was a life insurance policy, but I'm assuming she didn't get it because she was convicted of his murder. So Hmm. this episode is dedicated to our Patreon Patroni, Patronus, Cheryl C. from Washington. May I call (gasps) you Cece? Cheryl? Cece? Cheryl C. Can we call you Cher? Cher? If I could turn back time. You know that I'm never thinking of an actual share impression. I'm thinking of the Will and Grace share impression. And I'm usually thinking of Drag Race share impressions. That so makes sense. I'm thinking of Chad Michaels. That so. checks out. Shut yeah. up, stupid. Cheryl, yeah. share, share girl, Cece. What's going on, We girl? dig you. I want to come to Washington. It looks beautiful out there. What else do you do? What's your life like out there in Washington, Cheryl? Are you in the woods? Are you in a city? I wonder where you live. Do you like Starbucks? Yeah. I think this is what our Patreon segment should be, just us asking really dumb questions about whatever state the person lives in. Or just general life questions, too. What's your hobby? What TV shows do you like? But they can't answer because it's a podcast. She can write in. (laughs) Write in, Cheryl. That's true. I do like when they write in. You know about us. We don't know about you. Yeah. Let us know. Cheryl, see, we appreciate you. We appreciate our Patreons and our Supercasters because you guys help this podcast go chug-chugging along (laughs) like the Lomi train. That train of thought will not leave. <laughs> it's just going to be here forever. Choo-choo, Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl, choo-choo, Cece. <laughs> Thank you for being on the date with Dateline Express. <laughs> I choo-choo-choose you, Cheryl. You're my conductor of my heart. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. So, B-Roll Bonanza. Oh, why didn't we do You Keep This Podcast on the Tracks? There we go. All right. That's irritating. Uh, B-Roll Bonanza. We have beach B-Roll. We have brother looking out at the water B-Roll. Oh, the brothers. Yeah, we didn't talk about them. Milton has adorable brothers. He does. Uh, David and Bill. Police looking at 8 by 10. David, Bill, and Milton. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how parents do that. When yeah. it's like there's the one name. I mean, I have that in my family, for sure. Mm. There's one person with a very cool name. It's not me. <laughs> it was a cruel joke. Anyways. Police looking at 8x10 headshots in a weird brick room of some sort. Warehouse. Where are they? Yeah. I never know. Can we um, put that on the bingo cards? The cops in Strange Warehouse? Yeah. Because that comes up a lot, oh, right? Oh, yeah, it does. It's like almost every episode. Okay. Ca- cow B-roll. So much cows. So much cows. Pretty I think cows. That, that is on bingo cards. Cows and Healthy horse looking cows. Very nice looking. I was checking out the cows. We had so much dog B-roll. Oh. Louis had like 10 shots with his dog. Was it a chocolate lab? What yeah, was I think that so. Dog? Some okay. sort, yeah. We see the dog running. We see him walking the dog on a leash. We see him rubbing the dog's belly. We see the dog just sitting we there. We never see a belly rub. That I, was, was great. Great. Louis also had a Folgers moment. Yeah. We had some good B-roll. Also, the gavel in the courtroom, they kept doing a close-up on the gavel, and it was like, had a sun or flower shapes cut out into the wood. 
Like it was a very feminine, almost Claire's boutique kind. No, what's it was the North? The limited two <laughs> catalog. The limited two. The limited two gavel collection. What's the North Carolina flower. I don't have a phone anymore. But this was not like a decor. It was like a kind of flower that I would draw, simplistic, like a child. Well, maybe it is. Maybe the North Carolina flower is like a daisy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Did you notice? You must not have noticed because I feel like you would have brought it up. Caleb on the front porch. I think it. It's. Mm, I might be towards the beginning. He's on the front porch, and there's a giant. There's a chair on the porch, and there's a giant Lego man sitting in the chair. Oh my with god! A shirt I on it. it that says "Treasure Hunters." What? He's. It looks like a Lego man, but he's big. He's like three feet tall, and he's sitting in a That's chair. That's cool. It was cool. I liked that. I hope that Caleb. Kept the store going. I don't think he did. I need to apologize, by the way. I missed something huge in B-roll last week. Apparently, that sheriff from Nome, Alaska, that came on at the end, the new one, had two jars of pasta sauce on his desk at the police. Well, I don't know. He makes it. I didn't see it. I did not get to ask Mike. He makes the pasta. That's got to be it. I got to look at the message from our Patreon who saw it and see if it was like Prego or if it was like homemade and he jarred it himself. Very he was curious. Giving, maybe he was giving some to the Dateline crew. That his feels homemade. like a salesman move, though. It feels like he's pushing his pasta sauce. I want you to report good things about our police precinct now, even though we screwed up this case, no. because I make this great pasta sauce. It's a bribe. It's not a bribe. I'm saying he's pushing it out. He's on Dateline. He knows he's being oh, filmed. Oh, well, he's then like, you would hey, want to put a label on it. Yeah. A very Mama legible label. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Also, pasta sauce made in Alaska. Thoughts? I didn't know they grew tomatoes in Alaska. I guess they can grow anything in, I mean, in Which, Alaska. Yeah. In a what, greenhouse. Is it good? I'm not sure if it's good. I thought they got a lot of their supplies like fre- a lot of fresh stuff. They do, the, from the plane. From the planes, as Make told us. Enough to make pasta sauce without using canned tomatoes? I think not. That's fine. I'm sorry. I, that's being very judgy, but I just don't see it. We got a water tower. You caught that, right? No, I didn't. Thank you. We do, towards the end. What did I say? Nice shot of Sergeant Wheelbarger in something. All right. I thought something was cool about that. That's all. Okay. Brands Unhappy being on Dateline. Better not be Ollie's. Might be Ollie's, but I love Ollie's. I just would have liked for them to have fixed their signage before they were on Dateline. That's very Ollie's. <laughs> That's part of their brand. It's a place I like to shop, which I feel I should tell you everything that you need to know. Yeah. About how Ollie's. It's a little disorganized. Mm-hmm. It's a treasure hunt. And yeah. I like the treasure yeah. hunt. But it, but nothing's used. Everything's okay, new. Yeah. But it's like the place to go if you need to buy a uh, wall air There's nothing wrong with used things. There's nothing wrong yeah. with thrifting. No. It's just something was either wrong with it. It's a regular. Yeah. yeah it's fine. I like it's it. It's a defect um, store. I'm a regular. I like <laughs> it. So I also said Ollie's and Oakley's because of the yeah. sunglasses. Uh-huh. I kept spotting them. Oh, this was a question. They're eating food. When Isaac is in, Isaac at the end, when he's doing this big interview in the green striped jumpsuit, what are they eating? It's, it looks like the Fat Burger logo, you know, the yellow and the red. But mm. Fat Burger's a California chain. Is it? Are you sure about that? Was it Hardee's? 90%. Isn't Fat Burger Was it Hardee's where the TV deal went down? But Carl's Jr. is red and white. Is Hardee's a different color? 
Hardee's has yellow in it as well. Oh, maybe. Okay, so it might be Hardee's. It might have all come for full circle. I don't I know. that. Fashion police, what you got? Isaac is wearing a Harvard shirt. So I was like, oh, is, Harvard, is Isaac a Harvard man? Like Keith, even though Keith is not really a Harvard man. Mm. I wonder. All. He might be. I liked Detective Walio or Walio. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. He's one of the detectives. He's wearing a gray jacket in his interview. I'm not sure if he had a green tie or not. I think it's the other one that mm-hmm. had the green tie. But he has his badge on the outside of his jacket. I thought it was a plastic sleeve, like a pocket protector. It, okay, there we go. So it must have been, he must have a little tiny, one of those slit pockets up near his chest. And it flapped over, but it was super fancy looking because it was light gray. And then it was this silver badge. What did you think? You liked it? I thought it looked like he was going to Comic-Con. As a cop? Or like <laughs> yeah. dressed up? Like his yeah. cosplay cop? But that's because they give you those badges, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. They're usually on a necklace, though. Those are on a necklace. Yeah, that's like Prime Con badges. But it would just felt, it was very plasticky. I was like surprised that it looked like that. It was an interesting choice to not have the black flap, to have the clear flap. So it just was like, it looked like it was dangling in midair over his suit. Yeah, that was a That was a smart thing. Isaac can wrap around sunglasses. Caleb's wearing pink shorts at one point that were cute. Angel's, oh, Angel still has her braids in prison. The double. What's that called? The skinny double one. I like that. I don't know what it's called, though. But Mm. I like it. I did like it until now. And then the most (laughs) important thing was the first picture we see of Caleb Sawyer. The son. Milton's son. Is a hoodie that just says Wolfpack. (gasps) That's amazing. Yeah. I thought you might catch it. I love that. Yeah. I want to say the guy in that episode was named Isaac, but I could be wrong. Mm. Wouldn't that be a good tie-in? I love that. That would be good. Do you have anything else? A theory? Do you think it was someone else? No. Do you have a title? Yeah. Styes and Lies. There we go. Dry Kneedling. Oh, it's I had I was, dry needling to death. There we go. <laughs> I really wanted to get somewhere with dry needling. In the and I, I made it like noodling, canoodling. It's perfect. That's great. Where are you on your walk with the devil? Yeah, that seems right. Because he did. He walked with the devil hand in hand. Yeah. That's all. I was trying to get somewhere with Game of Thrones. Oh. You sit upon the Game of Throne of Lies. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've done this one before. The be full of attitude instead of the beatitudes. I think I've done that one before. Anyways, um, probably the Beatitudes are blessed are those who are such and such. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the... Do you know those? Those might be New Testament. Okay, never mind. Scratch that. What about Fallen Angel? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that would have done it. And then, I don't know why I did this. Hey, low, can you go? I couldn't stop myself. Instead of how low can you go? Halo. Halo, because of Angel. That took me way too long. No, I like that. And then my favorite one was wrapped around her finger because they both had the wraparound sunglasses. (laughs) I couldn't quite get over that they both had the same pair of shades. Mm -hmm. Do you think people, when they would hit on Angel, they would say, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? And then she probably said, well, you know, my name is Angel. I'm sure it was a whole back and forth. I don't know where this came over her, this thing of I'm number one. Maybe Elizabeth City is not that big. It's also just, it's really the opposite of how you're supposed to be. Oh, my, but... If you're in the church. How many religious people on Dateline 
go against the very thing that you're being told. In her case, I don't know. We've seen a lot of sort of the extreme, what Isaac does. But this is very weird to see her so prideful and vanity, just to this degree. It was shocking to me. That even if she wasn't Christian, this is a shocking behavior. Even if she hadn't been religious. That's what I was trying to say. Even if this had nothing to do with with anything of being self-righteous or righteous, this is this would be shocking how much she thought she was, you know, the most beautiful person in the world. Remember Mystery and Mustang when the, the lady, and she's in her oh, 50s, yes. took off her top when they were like, can we have your clothes to test them? She's like, sure. And they're like, not here. No, no, please don't take your top oh, off. You're not wearing a bra. What are you doing? I would love to live like that for a year. No, a month, a week. A I would week. just like to know what that feels like yeah. to just... But it is really irritating to watch. It is. Especially because you do want to root for women who have confidence because we're taught to be all like, no, thanks. I'm not pretty. Don't tell me that, you know. Right. You know, you look so pretty. No, I don't. That's what we're supposed to do. And it's dumb. And we should all be confident. But she's crossing that line so This doesn't feel like confidence. It's I'm above you. Diabolical I am more pretty than everyone. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I can do this. It's not I'm pretty and you're pretty. We are women. We are pretty together. It is. I am the prettiest one. I am the prettiest pony. Yeah. Anyways, that's super fun. Uh, Find out more about what we do in real life with our ask, ask me a question now available on Supercast. Oh, that, that was, was a fun segue. segue. I tried. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And uh, and our yeah. feelings on religion. Yeah, I, I, I could pageants. talk for hours. And I have nothing against people who are religious. I just have something against people that use it to make really bad choices that yeah. hurt other people. Yeah. Follow us on social media. You can find our bingo cards at adatewithdateline.com, our website created by the fabulous August. Yes. And uh, that's all I got to say. Be your own physical therapist be your own most beautiful girl in every room because you are oh even if you're a man there you go choo choo this has been a day with dateline express <laughs> now deboarding <laughs> go into the pearly gates in five stops get off now if you're not going to the pearly gates bye everybody bye the train Great. But I do think we need more press on our bingo cards. So if you win bingo and you post about it on social media with the hashtag Dateline Bingo, I will send you a sticker. Is that enough encouragement? Impetus? Maybe. A mug? I don't know. Sometimes I get stickers and I don't know what to do with them. But then I feel like I can't throw it away. I'll give you something fun. I already said I'll shout you out on the show. By the way, you can use a sticker as a bookmark. If you're yeah, you curious can. about what to do with a sticker, maybe we could give a list of things to do with your sticker. Okay. We'll put that on our um, to-do list. Our website. I'm trying to have, write some blog articles that can go on the website, and that can be one of them. Are you really? Yeah. That's a great one. All right. It's called Arts and Crafts Time. Yeah. Just what like to add do to the with your date with Dateline sticker. Things that never get done. Because there are a few times, I don't know, I have characters in Game of Thrones that I was not invested in their storyline. I'm not going to mention it here to avoid criticism. But I would definitely, that would be the time that I'd go on my phone and be like, it better is anybody not be selling shoe paint on Mercari? And it's not Tyrion, it. right? It cannot be Tyrion.
Of course it's not Tyrion. What's wrong okay. with you? I was going to get really heated. Why would I why would that be why would you even think that? Does anyone of me? know that I'm, I have a mad crush on Peter Dinklage? I'm I'm insulted like, that you would think it was I, him. I heart Peter Dinklage. Well, so that, much. I think that's fantastic. But why would you because I'm just a monster? So yeah, I didn't maybe. like I'm the only person on the planet that was not invested in his storyline. Was it Khaleesi? No. Depends on which part of Khaleesi. Okay, that's valid. Sure. Okay. Was it and I know it wasn't Jon Snow. You love Jon Snow. No, I, was, Jon I Snow. was so bored by Jon Snow. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does nothing for me. So That's just insanity. I was a Rob Stark gal. There are oh, like okay. five we, of us. Yeah, there's five of you, and you can all go to the Rob Stark Island by yourselves. I'm done. Yeah, Rob Stark did a lot for me, but and Jon nothing Snow, for the rest nothing. of America. Just yep. Timber. Okay, so by the way, my favorite. We have a text chain going with Josh Mankiewicz, and sometimes oh, it's pretty active, and like he types it like 20 times a day and then we won't hear from him for three weeks but we've been talking to him a lot lately because he's been listening to our episodes and he was just on our show and he was like what is a bow what is and a b-o-w to, what is b-o-w <laughs> so i explained to him and katie made like a really funny joke and he was laughing yeah you did and and he's oh like, i because i described how it got started which i think everyone forgets that a bag of wieners was a teenage dirt bag mm-hmm. originally but Kimberly started it, and I believe it was Final Curtain. I feel started. like it was Final Curtain, too. But then I said I thought it was the guy who said he had balls up inside. He said, my balls were inside of me when the detectives were talking to me. And Josh said, I think that was my episode. I don't think it well, – I think maybe that was, and I'm wrong about which guy it was. I okay. thought it was Final Curtain as well. I the thought guy it was the guy that was sort of slouched on the stairs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I thought it was that's, him, too. That's my first meant, but that, this could be a Mandela effect. Yeah, Mandela I'm not effect. sure. That sort of feels like that to me. Not Mandela effect. Katie. No, that's kind of a Mandela effect. No, it's a Mandala effect. No, it's a Mandela effect. <laughs> Are you sure it's Mandela? Yes, it's Nelson Mandela. It's from Nelson Mandela? It's yes. not from Mandala? Yes. Uh, okay. I'm the one who sure. taught you what it is. I'm positive. I have no memory of that. <laughs> and apparently no memory of why A lot of people from... thought he like died in prison. And there was like, oh. people thought that like he died in prison. And it was like this general feeling where a lot of people would be like, what? I, I thought he died already. It was one of those things. And a lot of people had this collective memory, but it was wrong. So I'm hope, oh, I don't know how many times I've said Mandala effect, though. I'm hoping people just think it's a weird accent. <laughs> because I'm telling you, I listened to that Everly Well ad that I just did. For that, for our episode with Mank. Remember, when we have to record ads by ourselves, I get a little carried away and I start saying things like, Everly well. It's so <laughs> bad. And I can't. Because I'm not just, there to laugh at you. Stop I was, you. no, I was, you probably wouldn't hear it, but when I'm alone, it sounds like, Everly well, <laughs> over and over again. And I just didn't want to redo it. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some heat for this. Oh, my God. Everly Well themselves may say, you don't need to speak like that when you're doing our ad, young lady. That's Old hilarious. lady. Stop it. Oh, it's embarrassing. So, I'm going to send you a clip. You're going to cry. So, the, oh, I should point out that one of our listeners was super, had all the tingles for the detective in the green tie. I didn't see it, but they really felt it. And I felt like I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. Why? 
just because they specifically DM'd to say, oh my gosh, that detective in the green tie, I can't wait to hear what you say about him. And I had nothing to say, but I wanted to mention they thought he was super hot. I didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't either. But again, I'm I'm really happy that he has a new fan. That's exciting. Maybe they'll get married someday. Yeah, that would be great. Maybe he's single and it started here. Yeah, contact me, detective in the green tie, I'll set you up. 